Get road trip ready with a service checkup at your local Chevy dealer. They can save you time and money and get the job done right the first time, worry-free. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for current service specials or to schedule a test drive. Kitty Bratner has been on the show with us before. Um, we're going to talk to her coming up. There was a massive march in the nation's capital yesterday. And March 4th, a local group formed after the Highland Park 4th of July shooting was there. They rallied with people from around the country. More than a dozen communities were represented with the single goal of banning assault weapons. And from what I saw, it looks like they're people from all walks of life. Some of them are parents who are bonded because they've lost their children. Others were witness to this violence. And um, March 4th was was there to march. Kitty, what was what did it look like while you were on the ground there and when you had a chance to engage with other people who had had similar circumstances in their towns? You know what? It was the most powerful day because never before had communities come together at the same time to say the same thing to our government, which was to pass a federal ban on assault weapons. It was absolutely incredible. And it spanned 20 years and 10 states. Do you feel like, um, like so many people have just moved on with their lives and kind of forgotten that feeling they had in their gut? on not only July 4th, but July 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, but you and your group, you're not giving up, and, and that's why I applaud you. But do you feel like perhaps it, it's not getting the attention that it needs? I don't think it'll ever get the attention it needs until the bill is passed. Um, but I also don't think that anyone can listen to a single one of these stories and ever be the same. And so our hope is to continue to amplify voices of the literal hundreds of mass shootings across America to help these folks realize in the government that not only is the shooting the worst day of their lives, but it begins the worst chapter of their lives because it is this unthinkable, unspeakable trauma. And these 10 communities have been threaded together by this trauma and by the government's inaction. Yet we stand here today to help prevent it from others. And are you still in D.C. or are you back here? I am. I'm still here. We're strategizing and plotting <laughs> and making our uh, our plans. Uh, yesterday, Senator Dick Durbin joined us, and I brought up the March 4th group because we were talking about a couple other things, and, and I knew you were there to, you know, have your voice heard by the Senate. And when I asked him about it, this is what he had to say. Not this year. Uh, and certainly because it is an election year, and we're 46, 47 days away from an election, which uh, uh, for some people a major issue is immigration. And it is not only unlikely, I think it's virtually impossible for us to fix a, an immigration system that hasn't been changed remarkably in 30 years. 30 years. And it clearly is not up to the current challenge that we face. So I had asked him, you know, about that, like, is something going to be done about this? And and it was 30 years ago that we had gun legislation that was sweeping and changing. And I said, what was going on 30 years ago that you could get this done that is not getting done today? And basically what he said was people work together and people don't work together anymore. So that's what you're up against, Kitty. Are you up for the fight? Goodness, of course. We were at the White House with Susan Rice and she reminded us 
We need you to remind us jaded politicians that it is, in fact, possible and that it's not hard. And so we continue to fight. Kitty Bratner is um, from the Highland Park area and formed a group. And how many people are in the March 4th group now? It's 90 volunteers. And um, all over the country. And, and not only are you marching and creating awareness, but you produced a public service announcement as well, right? Oh, my gosh. We are so grateful to Quality Meets Creative, local to Chicago, for creating a pro bono ad. If you haven't seen it, please go to our website, wemarchforth.org. It's an incredibly powerful PSA. And when she says we march forth, that's F-O-U-R-T-H in relation to the shootings uh, on March 4th in Highland Park. So when you were in D.C., it wasn't just the March 4th group. I would imagine there are people there from Uvalde, Texas as well. Not only that, but we had six gun violence prevention organizations join us because we had a picture. And there's so many colored T-shirts because there's so many organizations that have had to be created to get the government to listen to us. So I guess my next campaign might be, how many more T-shirts do we need to make for you to listen to us? Yeah, yeah. And so what would you like to say to people who are listening that uh, feel like they're on your side and might be willing to pitch in and help? Thank you, first of all, and it is possible. Um, We can't keep going without your support, your donations, your sharing of, you know, it's ultimately about eyeballs and exposure. So our website's important, wemarchforth.org, like you said, with a U. Um, We're just grateful for any and all support. And to those that are opposed? I can't wait to convince you otherwise. (laughs) And I have a feeling, Kitty, that if they could sit down across from you, you would get that accomplished. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for joining us, and uh, congratulations on getting a meeting with some people at the White House. I know you've got some senators on your list and Congress people, so um, I'm I'm proud that you're doing what most Americans should be doing every day, and that's making their voice heard to those that we elect to represent us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having us. Oh, thanks for joining us, Kitty Bratner. um, That's with the March Fourth organization. Hey, um, a few other things. I don't know if you saw the Cooper Roberts pictures. That is the eight-year-old who was paralyzed from his waist down. His mom was shot. His twin brother was shot. And when I saw his sweet face today on media, not only social media, Mary, did you see those pictures? Anybody see those? He's in his wheelchair. He finally, we see a smile on his face, and I know it's a long road. For, he already looks older, too. Isn't that yeah, weird? Yeah. I would imagine if you spend that much time in the hospital and you're fighting for your life, you know, you probably, you age years ahead. But um, apparently he reached a major milestone in his recovery. That is from an announcement from his family yesterday. He's uh, he's trying to play tennis and uh, getting into wheelchair tennis, which means he's he's actually, you know, getting back to being a kid, which is so important. But they said the Roberts family also shared an unfortunate update, including concerns over short-term memory loss, issues with word recovery, loss of um, some fine motor skills. So those are the kids you keep in mind. And I think that's who Kitty, Kitty Brantner has in mind and her whole group and those that were lost as well. Um, But look at his picture, if you can. I know they've got some big fundraisers coming up, and maybe that's a way that you can reach out and help as well. But it's nice to know that he's reached a major milestone in his recovery. 
We've all seen the commercials. We call them the scream commercials. There is another commercial running with a woman who was sex trafficked. There is a commercial featuring a couple kids who were shot in the streets of Chicago. And those commercials are using that video in some instances without the permission of the person who was the victim. I think that's uh, horrifying. Uh, One family has taken to the streets about it, and they want these campaign ads to stop because it's their family members being featured in them. Reverend Michael Flager, I call him Father Michael Flager, he is coming up and we'll talk about what is going on with that situation. And then Sam Toya is going to talk about what I think is good news for the city of Chicago, and that means you're going to be able to dine outside more often. It looks like it's going to be a permanent outdoor dining situation in our city. Details on on the way after the news from Lauren Lapka, and that is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.